This holiday, treat the whole family to Hannah Anderson's best pajamas ever. Unbelievably soft organic cotton pajamas your whole family will want to wear all season long. <laughs> Dozens of one-of-a-kind iconic prints guaranteed to find one you and your family will love. Turn everyday moments into holiday memories with the original family pajamas. Hannah Anderson, best pajamas ever. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Hi, and welcome to What's It Like with Yorks. I am your host, Yorks. And today we actually have one of my great friends from school, from university. Uh, it's Orville. And Orville, say hi to the people. Hello, York Nation. I'm in here live from Jamaica representing. Yeah, good to be here, Yorks. Thanks. And um, um, I really would like to thank you, Orville, for making it the church. Before we go any further, we want to thank our sponsors, Walter's Weddings. Based in one of the world's best countries for destination weddings, that's Jamaica. And also, we have offices in Canada. Walter's Weddings is your go-to media company. Whether it's photography, live streaming, drone photography, or cinematography, Contact our award-winning team at waltersweddings.com and talk to Tina. We're also available for weddings as far north as Canada to as far south as South America. Now, back to our program. Before we came on air, I was just explaining to Orville that one of the things that, one of the reasons for what's it like is we wanted to see what's it like for different people at different stages of their life. For me, you know, I'm a Christian, I'm a Seventh-day Adventist, but in addition to that, I am a husband, a father, and, um, and I'm also, a, I'm on the fringes of the beginning of the millennials. So they said that the millennials started from 83 coming down. So you could consider me a millennial. And, yeah, um, yeah. and um, one of the things that I realize is, even though I am in my 30s, is I wanted us to speak about what's it like uh, uh, being a millennial Christian and how how exactly do we evangelize as um, as husbands as I don't know if you're going to be a father yet or whatever but as husbands <laughs> or in the millenn- in in our situation as we are especially you in Jamaica me in Canada I'm sure that I'm sure that we probably had similar situations before. Um, I left Jamaica, but now that you're in Jamaica and I'm in Canada, we have kind of sort of different um, um, situations. So what's it like for you, Orville, um, to, to, um, to evangelize or to bring across Christianity to your friends or your coworkers or whatever? So, so for me, my approach has always been a, a little bit different. So I'm a respecter of people, right? And I respect um, people's point of views, people's own journeys, um, how they do things and what they want to do, right? And so everybody's belief doesn't necessarily need to be like, the same as mine. But one thing is for sure, you're not going to 
going to stop me from evangelizing, right? I am going to spread the gospel <laughs> by the hook or the crook, right? And mm-hmm. so my thing was that like Christ, and um, I say like Christ because I sometimes I, I'm kind of funny about just labeling myself a Christian because like while that is the very greatest overview of my life right there are there are people who kind of take it out of perspective right and so everything becomes about oh i i can only befriend those who are like me and i can only relate to those who come from the path that i come from right and that becomes a deflecting factor, right? It, it pushes people away from the church. And so that's where my, um, my approach differs in that if you don't believe in God, it won't stop me from being a friend. It just mm-hmm. means that we have something that we disagree about. Mm-hmm. But if I live my life well enough, right? If I live my life with enough love, be with, the sermon. It, let my life be the sermon precisely, right? then who knows one day I can lead you to God and it won't be through me deliberately going out there and trying to push the word down your throat, right? I can, Mm -hmm. if I make the word my life, then I don't need to tell you, but Mm -hmm. my life becomes the example. And so I differ in that way that uh, I'm not really going to shove it down your throat or offend you with the word, but my life will prove. And I I mean, I have friends who are are atheists, right? Mm-hmm. friends who are agnostics and they always tell me like Orville, well, honestly you make it tempting you make it so tempting <laughs> to believe like and if there was somebody that was going to get me in the church it would mm-hmm. more than likely be you and so i know that i'm doing i'm doing what i've set out to do and so the idea is to just continue doing the same it's 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 so funny that we're actually doing this same similar thing or the same thing because uh for me i mean you know especially in in north america in canada where i'm at right now some people take it as an offense when you bring up anything relating to religion so as a result of that what what i do is similar to what you do is follow christ's example and be the sermon because they when you look at it when christ was here he was with the 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 fishermen which were like they which were probably considered like scammers well the tax collectors (laughs) like scammers um the fishermen which you could probably liken to as taximen um the the harlots the the which would be called prostitutes now and all of those different people who basically in that time would have been considered as the worst of the worst and the lowest of the lows. And who he butted heads most with were the clergymen, the Pharisees, the scribes, and, 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 and people of such caliber. And what I try to do is I try to, for example, in my workplace, um, I, 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 I I try not to be stuck up. As a matter of fact, um, we had a, a Christmas, a Christmas um, get together recently, and um, I was the DJ, right? 
And as a result of that, they saw another side of me. However, whenever I'm in office, even though I, I work from home most of the time, but whenever I'm in office, every single time I'm in office, something comes up about my religion or my denomination. And most of the people in my office are Jewish. And because I'm Seventh-day Adventist and I, and I go to church on, on Sabbath or Saturday, a lot of times they discuss or they, 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 one of the guys in my office, he's really pulled into, into having these discussions with me. And I really enjoy having those discussions because what it helps me to do is in my little corner, evangelize and be the sermon because they see one side of me while I'm in the office, but then now we're not letting loose and we're having a get together or whatever. They see another side of me and they say, hmm, he isn't pious or, or, or he isn't someone who is considered holier than though. I can talk to him. He can talk to me. He can let loose. He can, you know, do stuff like that and do clean party. Yeah, man. And you see, when you sent me that video this morning, you know, the, the first thing that came to mind was, ah, well, yeah, because I've had that conversation before about um, people not wanting to believe in God because it's a, it's a moral thing for them. It's a moral battle, right? If you're going to hold me accountable, then I'm going to try to remove what holds me accountable so I can still get to do what I want without getting caught, right? Or without having to, to face anything for it. So, hey. Mm -hmm. If there is nothing to say, don't do this, then hey, I can do it, right? Mm -hmm. And so I believe in that, but on the, the, the other side of the page, the other side of that same page, right? One of the biggest factors that chase people from the church is actually the church and the actions of the church, right? So mm -hmm. as, a, as a lifelong Christian myself, I can tell Which you- Which denomination are you, by the way? Oh, I'm a, I'm a life long Pentecostal I don't think okay. I I'm a strict Pentecostal I <laughs> I think I think I live my life according to the word and so I I tend to not try to limit myself to a specific denomination because okay. I think each denomination has something that mm -hmm. is a strength to it right so like I, the Catholics super disciplined right if if, mm -hmm. if a Catholic church if you go to a Catholic church you'll mm -hmm. you'll see the three-year-old and it the requirement is that everybody stand for the whole service that two-year-old won't complain, right? But then um, you, you take it to the Adventist church, right? When it comes to Bible study and uh, just systems being in place to help you study the word, like, yeah, yeah. it is unmatched, right? The Seventh-day Adventist church is unmatched. When it comes to faith and, and revivalism, right? belief and exercising faith then the Pentecostal church they're far 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 ahead right and yeah. then it comes to praying you start looking at like the Baptists and, and so you, you realize if you were supposed to just collect what's best from them right then yeah. you're what the word wants it to be right yeah. and so because of that I tend to not box myself in I tend to try to take what's best from everything right what's best yeah. from each because nobody is fully wrong as nobody is fully right, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, and, and, and as we talk about that, that's something that chases people away from the church because if the church is so divided, right? 
Mm-hmm. In saying that, oh, well, I'm an Adventist. I can't worship with you. Or I'm a Pentecostal. So I can't do your thing. I can't come mm-hmm. to your sermon. Then mm-hmm. how do we expect the, the, the average man who hasn't been churched, right? He hasn't been yeah. a part of the body of Christ to come in yeah. and say, okay, because to him outside, it's like racism, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> it's like racism. Yes, yes. So, it, it, segregation and, and racism and classism and the caste system for those who are in India listening or whatever. Um, it, 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 it separates us. And, and that's one of the things why, why you and I have such a fond um, love for a, a specific sport. Um, and, and why we, 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 yes, it touched on racism and it is it and, and the whole kneeling down thing, but at the same time, the whole separation from from, denom- from racism to classism to right down to what we're talking about, which is denominations, I, I totally get you and I totally understand um, because God is not coming for a denomination. Nope. He's coming back for a, um, a, 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 a specific set of people who have followed his his precepts and his commandments precisely and, and 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 live out their life a specific way precisely because in the word you know the bible like there's no mention of these different denominations right so i think that people form their belief systems right and then from that they they they, they started establishing what they believe and what their section of people should believe and the practices that should govern them right but these are man-made or man-dictated mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. structures right and so even though they're they, they, they may be placed there to guide you mm-hmm. it means that some may still be flawed right there still may be a flawed system right and the flaws are very, very, very evident because, as we see, the body of Christ is separated along um, some menial things, right? While we're erring versus who uh, um, do whatever, right? Um, yeah. Hey, you get baptized in this name versus that name and whatnot, right? Um, I think like those basics can be taught, right? Those basics can be taught over time to, to deep diving in the world and exploring together, right? And, and all that, but we become so divided that I'm not even willing to listen to you, right? I'm not even willing to give it the time of day to even start the conversation. So oh yeah, we become united, right? Yeah, because it, 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 and and how do we become united is a is a is a very good question because I wanted to ask um, well let me tell you and 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 you tell me if there are similarities um, as it relates to young people in 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 my church um, most of the time we would have an evening service called AY which is an acronym for Adventist Youth and we would have um, like basically. It would be a discussion or it can be a presentation or sometimes even a play or a skit that basically touches on different um, different uh, issues that we would have as, as youth um, growing up. 
And that normally would start basically about anywhere between 3.30 or 4 o'clock, depending upon where you are and sunset and whatever. Yeah, man, but, I was an Adventist, you know, remember? <laughs> oh, I didn't remember. Yeah, um, but what I notice now is that, um, especially in North America, where, well, let me say Canada, where I am, it the, the AY program isn't as much as ingrained. Or it, isn't, it, it basically you would have it like once a month or once every other week. What I also, what I notice is that the, the, the youth in the church, like it, the, the youth component is dwindling. And I don't know, I'm going to, I don't know if it is, if it is, I would, I think that it's a direct correlation as to the, the not having as much um, evening services or as much services that are dedicated to the youth and their issues. I don't know if you have a similar um, situation with your church, like what kind of programs do you guys have for your youth and um, what is the youth involvement like in your, in, in your uh, neck of the woods or in your church? All right, so the funny thing is I, right now, I don't have a home church. So I have like, several churches that I routinely visit. So. Mm-hmm. I'm never out of a service, but um, okay. I haven't had a home church for, for quite some time. And I'm just kind of counting on God to, to lead me, right? So he, he told me to leave. And so I've been, Tamika and I have been on a, an exodus and we're just doing what God tells us to do and going where he tells us to go. But um, yeah, so there are, there are youth there are youth ministries and youth services where it's all led, organized and directed by the youth, right? But similarly, we've seen dwindling numbers. And I don't think it's something that has to do with um, lack of programs around the youth. I think as the world evolves, the distractions become more. But at the same time, the church refuses to evolve to find new innovative ways of keeping the youth attracted to the church right and, and yes. attracted to the word right and so define with as a church we find ourselves so removed from the world that we kind of try over that we kind of over time remove ourselves from becoming even merely attractive right so it's almost as if our leaders for the most part they've forgotten what it's like to be a youth or forget what it's like when they were a youth, right? The distracting factors and to just scale that up even more because we're in a time where technology is way advanced. Um, the ability to, to, to just turn on the TV and spend the whole day without being bored, it, 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 it's, it's a real thing. When, when, I was, when I was young, when I was young, young um, schoolboy in primary school, I had Power Rangers and Saturday morning cartoons outside of that. And there was really nothing that I wanted to watch, right? Yeah. No, yeah. there's Netflix, Hulu, this, that, that, that. Outside of cable and you have IPTV services where you have 5,000, 10,000 channels, right? And that's just and, TV. We're not talking about podcasts and, and social media. Listen, we're not talking about YouTube alone, Right. Remember, you know, social, and, and then you even mentioned social media. Social media is a different beast, right? We have so many things that are geared 
to keeping the youth engaged and these products like these companies they hire the best professionals to not only market their product but in building the minds no no but in building the product right we've so, so as a product, as an IT professional, software professional, and moving into that product management space, right? I've, I've started to understand more and more how to effectively um, achieve product market fit, right? And so a part of that is before you even start building, you're doing the research and the testing for your target markets and your target users to understand not just the behaviors, what the psychology behind what drives these behaviors. And so when the creator of TikTok, the creator of YouTube, um, Instagram, and, and these things, right? When they get their product teams to understand the users that much and build a product exactly for them, right? The product is built because that's what they want. And so you're building what they want, right? But at the same time, the church refuses to adopt where it's not evolving to give you what they want. They're saying, take what we have and take yes. what we're telling you to take, right? Yes. But there are people out there that's making things for you. So imagine you're going somebody go out there and make mm-hmm. a steam fish meal mm-hmm. based on the seasoning, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the textures and everything that your queen wants, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody steam fish now got appeal to you more than somebody will make a steam fish exactly what you want to your perfect liking, right? And so that's what's happening. The world is offering like different products and, 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 and stuff and they're being tailored to the interests of the different demographics and especially the youth, right? We see TikTok, it's, TikTok is a young people thing, right? Yeah, yeah. As much as old people engage, TikTok yeah. is for the yeah. new generation, right? Instagram, you look on Reels and you look on YouTube. It's to us like what Facebook killed High Five with exactly, early Exactly, exactly. And you find that these people, they, they're out there using scientific methods to study and using um, like social methods to study. So you have user interviews and user testing where before they even launch a feature, they're testing it on a, like a demographic of, of people who kind of represent a subset of every target market they have, right? And so when they release a product, it's perfect. Yeah. And when you release something that's perfect, right? Mm-hmm. How, how can you target that with old methods, right? So it's like me who still believe that um, advertising in the classifieds is going to be your fully digital marketing company. It's not going to work. It's it not going to work. Not. Work. And they make so many, they make so many iterations and changes, even without you noticing. Because last week I noticed that Instagram made this change whereby instead of the post free the screen freezing on one post, you can scroll through and like you can be in mid-post between two different posts. So basically what they're doing is that they're enticing you to continue scrolling instead of scrolling to one thing at a time on the screen. Precisely. So, so as a result of that, like basically Orville, I think that for, for, for now, gone are the, the days of, of speaking behind a podium and, and the Lord said, that is not really nope. working anymore. No. Nope. When you're preaching now, you're preaching to the choir. 
you're preaching to the converted, not the unconverted. You're not right. going to reach to those people using those old, old, old stuff. Precisely, right? And I see, you see, as much as things they are. So I'm a, I'm a lifelong Christian, right? Dedicated mm-hmm. to my faith. But you see, at the same time, I find that the churches I visit most now are mm-hmm. online, right? Yeah. So even though I give service to other churches, local churches, is local churches, right? Mm-hmm. Like you look at a, um, a, a TV, a TV Jakes, right? The Potter's House. I tune into the Potter's House a whole lot because Pastor Jakes, his methods of teaching, right? There, there, there's some things when he's teaching him, him kind of reach down and him touching you by the soul and saying, ah, as my grandmother used to say, you must mash your can. Right? Mm, and so yes, when that yes. can mashing up, you're yes, feeling it. Speak, and I, speaking to an issue that you specifically have right now. Precisely, right? And so when he does that, then instead of the word being a Sunday thing, right? Mm. I go through the entire week reflecting on that word because it's my word, right? And it, 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 it's different from what I'm used to. Like Jamaican churches, you know, it's the same topics you've heard your whole life. Don't get engaging. The sweet adult sex. stuff, pre-vital sex. Um, you don't want to um, see, obey the commandments and, and whatnot. When you start listening to some of these churches, I, I, there's, a, there's another pastor I love tuning into, um, Darius Daniel, Pastor Darius Daniels, right? Mm-hmm. Pastor Darius is, when I say he's a genius, he mm-hmm. is his understanding of the word and how to how to convey it and how to to just put it in 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 a language where you can understand is is second to none, right? And it was so funny that it was on a Sunday service at Potter's House with TD Jakes that Darius Daniels was the presenting pastor for that <laughs> for that Sunday, and ever since like. I've had to check in every Sunday morning to just see what Pastor Daniel is up to before I rush to Potter's house. And I even last Sunday, I got so caught up in, in the service with Pastor Daniel that I ended up not, not going to the Potter's house because I said the whole service, right? And so, yeah, big shout out to Pastor Daniel's um, definite, definite, definite. Um, I mean, most- there are pastors that I that I that I also tune into. I mean, I I like Doug, Doug Bachelor. He's a preacher teacher, cause he teaches stuff like cause he he runs amazing the amazing facts ministry, and he the way how he works it is that he will teach you an amazing fact that you're 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 like hmm I never knew that before like something pertaining to nature or or creation that that you, you you thought or something in history that you never thought about um there are other pastors such as a david asherick that, that i that i like and also um dr carlton bird who was at oakwood college who has now um been moved to a, a different section of the vineyard um there are those people who stand out to me that i love to listen to and even um sometimes also my 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 current church pastor um right here in 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 Winnipeg, um shout out Pastor Emil Maxi, um I I I love listening to them because they bring across a different type of message rather than the hellfire message 
that we're all fire and brimstone, that we're all used to, like, if you don't do this, you're going to hell, or if you continue to do this, you're going to hell. That message, I, 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 I don't like that message, but I like when I'm taught and I learn yes. new things. Those are the kind of preachers that I gravitate towards. Um, and and, and that, that's one of the things, going back to the original question, when you are trying to reach someone, you can't condemn them and expect them to open up to you, right? Yeah. You have to open up to them and open up their mind to a new reality in an effort to get them to come over to your side. Because as the question in the video, the main question, the mood point of the video was that I sent to Arville this morning, that I sent to Arville was, if Christianity was right, or I can flip it around, if atheism was wrong, would you choose the right thing? And, um, and, 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 and if you then say no, you wouldn't choose the right thing, then we know what the problem is. The problem isn't rationalizing and being right in the mind. The problem is you basically refusing and it is a conviction, it's a basically a conviction of the heart rather than a conviction of the mind, basically. That's what that's basically what I was understanding the video to say. Yeah, man, you're right. It's it's trying to convince yourself that this thing isn't so, so you can do what you want, right? It's so you can be it, a god yourself. Yeah. So it's removing him, it's removing the possibility from your heart and trying to convince your mind that listen, yeah. this is real. Exactly. Exactly. But um, I, I, I really enjoyed this, this conversation, Arville. Um, and for those of you who are listening and um, those of you who are watching, um, I, would, I, would, I thank you for listening to this podcast. And I do hope and, and I do hope and pray that you continue to listen. And, um, and there, there's more to come. This is just the beginning, guys. We're just getting warmed up. We're just, just getting revved up. And um, any last words you'd like to say, Arville? Just want to say shout out to York Nation again. Guys, tune in. Your Queen is about to just deliver some real value to your life. And your Queen, um, this is a great initiative. And I have my full support. So just keep doing your, just keep doing what you're doing. All right. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate it, guys. And um for those of you who want to know what's it like, tune in again for the next episode of What's It Like. Thanks. Feel free to reach out to us at what's it like with Yorks at gmail.com or leave a comment in the comment section. What's it like with Yorks is recorded at Imagine Studios with me, Yorkwin. Edited by Yorkwin. Produced by Yorkwin. Music by Trilo XV. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. 
Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.